0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So it's been a while since I talked about Otani because, I mean, not to say that I got tired of talking about him, but, I mean, we just got used to his dominance. But this dude has has done some more special stuff, so we have to, have to recognize him. Yesterday, Shohei Otani was on the mound for the Angels. He threw eight innings with eight punch-outs and just one earned run on the day. Lowered his ERA down to a 279. I mean, this guy is in the Cy Young conversation. But oh wait, what about that home run he hit? Yes, he hit a home run in the 8th inning. A mammoth blast for his 40th bomb of the year. Otani's also leading off for the Angels. That's a big, nice round number. 40 home runs. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, folks. So we're just seeing more two-way magic. We've never seen anybody do what Shohei Ohtani is doing. I mean, just absolutely wowed us with his two-way talent last night. He is the runaway. He is the uni- He's going to be the unanimous MVP, American League MVP. I mean, I don't see any voter. Like, if we were to drop everything and the season were to end today, we had to vote for MVP. Any voter that doesn't vote for Shohei Ohtani should have their credential revoked because it makes no sense. But he went eight innings, which was also a career high for him. His previous career high was seven and two thirds innings back in 2018. So Otani is now the first left handed hitter in Angels history to reach 40 home runs. Reggie Jackson had 39 in 1982. I mean, what more can we say about this dude? One more, he's putting up a legendary season. I mean, we're we're lucky to be able to witness this, honestly. If you haven't seen Shohei Otani play in person and you have an opportunity to, that's something you should definitely try to do. I mean, this is a career that we have to appreciate while it's here. I've had the fortune of watching him play a few times and it's special, it's special. This dude is, is really, really talented. So the Angels did win that game by a score of 3-1. Miguel Cabrera is still sitting on 499 career homers. We were talking a lot about the Yankees Red Sox series, so we might as well finish that off. The Yankees swept the Red Sox. They won 5-2 yesterday, and they have leapfrogged Boston in the standings. Although they have played two fewer games in Boston, but you know, like we said yesterday with percentage points, that's kind of how it goes. Luke Voigt was on the bench yesterday, and that's that's uh, I mean that's interesting, right? Anthony Rizzo came back, he was at first. So here's how you you solve the situation. Okay, Luke Voigt even said it through the media that he he deserves to play and he's 100% correct. I mean, a lot of fans don't like to hear that when when players talk about playing time or complain about playing time through the media, but Luke Voigt has has earned it. The issue is that you have Brett Gardner in center field. You can take Gardner to the bench and you can put Joey Gallo in center. So it's from left to right, you have from left to right you have Um, Giancarlo Stanton, Joey Gallo, then Aaron Judge in outfield. Luke Voigt is your DH. That's what you need to do. You need to put Giancarlo Stanton in left field. Stop letting Stanton hog that DH spot. Put Luke Voigt at your DH. Keep result first. Gardner to the bench. That's what the Yankees need to do. That is going to be their best lineup because we know that Joey Gallo can play center. Well, they do. it? I don't know. But you can't have... Luke Voigt, waste away on the bench. Makes no sense whatsoever. And then have Brett Gardner out there. It's, it's not That's not a winning strategy. Just my opinion. But hey, I don't run the team. If we head out to... What's a team we haven't talked about in a minute? A team we haven't talked about in a minute. Um, who hasn't been getting enough love? Looks like we have... Okay, we'll, we'll do Astros and Royals. So the Royals beat the Astros yesterday. It was a close one, actually. Benintendi had a walk-off throw from left field. So defensively, he threw Chaz McCormick, a runner out at the dish to end the game. That's always exciting. I mean, we, we see walk-off hits and things like that. But a walk-off defensive play, a, a throw, Andrew Benintendi, making a strong throw from left field. That'll put a jolt into your team and into your fan base. It's always going to be those nail-biting wins because that was the ninth inning. And you know that would have been the game-tying run. And then, I mean, who knows what happens from there. But you know they ended up winning it in nine, and Royals beat the Astros three to two. Astros are still fine. I mean, all things considered, they're at even seventy and fifty. That's their record right now. So with seventy and fifty, what's that? One hundred twenty games. So with forty-two games remaining to go, they're they're in good position. I think the Astros are going to win the AL West. If we move down to Tampa Bay, the red hot rate. I don't want to say red hot, but the reason I I, I almost said that was because. I know that they are leading the AL East. And, um, yeah, they they were beating up on the Orioles. The Orioles are kind of a punching bag. They are a punching bag this year. I mean, let's be honest. And the Rays won convincingly, 8-4. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is, is cruising into a nice AL East victory. You know, we, we tend to forget that this team went to the World Series this year. At least I forget that sometimes. And they're good every year. They're good every year. And let's not sleep on them. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with in October. But they're just doing their thing right now and trying to line things up for October. The Braves continued their winning ways. They continue their win streak, and Freddie Freeman was a big part of it yesterday. He hit for the cycle. The second cycle of his career, actually. So now with the Braves sitting on top of that NL East, Freddie Freeman doing big things, He's now starting to make some people wonder, is he going to win a second straight NL MVP? I mean, definitely that cycle w- had some people talking. So he homered to complete his cycle. And, you know, that that night yesterday raised his average up to 301 on the year. He's got a 919 OPS. He's got 27 homers on the year, 70 ribbies. And, and considering how slow of a start he got off to, a lot of people were freaking out at the in of the year. Oh, Freddie Freeman, what happened to him? But he was hitting the ball hard and his expected stats were fine. The, the, the hits just weren't there for the first like two months of the season or month and a half because he was a bit unlucky. Now you look, his numbers are exactly where we thought they would be. He's a veteran, he's a professional hitter. And can he can he win another MVP? That'd be that'd be pretty cool because we did not see that coming up. But honestly, that's gonna be Fernando Tatis Jr. unless, of course, Tatis gets hurt. But um the Braves keep their winning ways and they beat the Marlins yesterday. Charlie Morton was on the bump 6 innings with 2 earned runs, 9 strikeouts for Atlanta. They got plenty of offense, plenty of offense, you know, Freeman hit for the cycle, Austin Riley threw for 5, Danby Swanson 2 for 4. You know, just up and down that lineup, especially the middle part, they were they were putting a hurt on the ball, doing their thing. I'm going to start I, I don't know, probably not every single episode, but I, I want to do a little bit of a roll call as far as like, okay, who's who's leading each division? Who's leading each division and what do the wild card standings look like? Okay, so in the AL East, it's Tampa Bay. AL Central, it's the White Sox. AL West, it's Houston. NL East, it's Atlanta. NL Central, it's Milwaukee. NL West, it's San Francisco. The closest division race right now is the AL West. Oakland is within two and a half games of Houston. The biggest divisional lead right now is going to be AL Central. White Sox are up by 11 and a half games. If we look at the wild card standings in the American League, you have Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. Not, not Tampa Bay. I'm, I'm sorry. They're winning the division. If you look at the wild card standings, you have the Yankees and Oakland. And then in the National League, you have the Dodgers and Padres. So that's just a little bit of a, a little bit of a temperature check as to where we are on today. You know today's date being August 19, but we're we're, we're getting to the stretch run. You know we're inside six weeks, so once in a while, you, this is where scoreboard watching definitely comes into play. It matters now. It's it's the time to do that. But you know some teams are getting hot at the right time. The Yankees, I, I saw something. They have baseball's best record since like early July or something. You know they're on a six game win streak. We talked about. The Atlanta Braves, you know, they continue to win a lot of games. They have won. Let's see, what what have the Braves done recently? Six in a row and 9-1 and in their last 10. But of course, now's not the time to get complacent. There's still work to be done, but that's where we stand right now. And that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.